0: Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now, let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon.
1: Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show. This month, we are talking about estate planning, and in studio, we have Travis Augustine of Augustine Law, Hawaii. Kapunawiki's Hawaii Senior Resource, we talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance and health, so our Kapuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us
2: today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong, your host for the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show. If you miss any of our shows on air, the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for your listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our real estate tip of the week brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Searching for a new home or condo can be a daunting task. In addition to having a knowledgeable and experienced real estate agent, it is important to also have a knowledgeable and experienced lender on your team. Your lender plays a key role in, number one, helping to identify and explain all available loan programs, number two, getting you pre-approved in a timely manner, and number three, quickly responding to your request for documentation such as pre-approval letters, verification of funds for down payment, etc., to, to accompany your purchase offers in a competitive real estate market like here on Oahu. For more information on lending for your purchase,
1: contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, today we have the pleasure of speaking with Travis Augustin from Augustin Hawaii Law. Welcome, Travis. Thank you, Brandon and Andrew, for having me. Yeah. Now, Travis, uh, we know that you've been practicing for uh, a while here uh, on the island, but maybe you can share a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. Uh, I
3: was born and raised uh, in Pearl City, Hawaii. I uh, went to high school at Iolani School. Uh, after high school, I went to college on the mainland on the East Coast, a uh, small little school called Kobe College. Played football and baseball up there.
1: Nice.
3: Uh, after graduating, I uh, went to Northeastern University in Boston. And then found my way back home uh, where I started my career um, working at the probate court um, in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there I got to see uh, how estate plans can go really well or can go really disastrous. <laughs> uh, learned a lot there. Uh, and then I worked for uh, over 10 years at um, a Honolulu law firm, Goodsill, Anderson,
1: Quinn, and Stifle before starting Augustine Hawaii Law in May of 2022. Nice. So. Sounds like you always knew that you wanted to be an attorney. Yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> that was the trajectory, right? That was always the trajectory. Well, what do you like about being in estate planning law? I really
3: love working with people, um, especially the local people here in Hawaii. Have such great, fascinating stories of their journey and how they, uh, how their family ended up here, um, all their different walks um, of life, and what I enjoy is. Getting those, um, developing those meaningful relationships with my clients, and kind of understanding how they got to this point, and then I considered a privilege to be able to come alongside
1: them, Mm -hmm. uh, to continue on uh, in creating a creating a legacy. Right. Now it's interesting that you had that initial part of your career in the probate court. Uh, In fact, you mentioned that you were serving as a past chair of the probate and estate planning section of the. Hawaii State Bar Association, so you have a lot of experience there. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we have a great estate planning community
3: here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very tight-knit community. We many of us know each other, um, and so it's a yeah, it's a great opportunity to know one another, learn from one another,
1: um, and, and kind of grow in our profession together. And like you're saying, you know, being in the probate court, you saw a lot of what was good and possibly what was not good and it's always nice to know what not to do. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That always informs better counseling. Right. Now, now today, I I know that we're going to be speaking on estate planning in general, but uh, you had some good thoughts regarding uh, individuals who may have had their estate plan for maybe 5, 10, 20 years, and perhaps are at that point of life where, hey, now they're about to execute the estate plan. But there are things in the plan that may not be current. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can share a few things on what our listeners could look out for if they find themselves in that situation. Yeah, so if it has been some time
3: since you established your estate plan, it's always good to look at whether your estate plan still beats your current life circumstances. Um, You know, kids may have gotten married, Mm -hmm. there may have been divorces, there may have been kids and grandkids born. Um, And so those are things to kind of take a look at to see whether your values or your plan should make some changes. And so I always recommend uh, reviewing your plan at least three to five years because a lot has happened.
1: If we look back at the last two years, a lot has happened, and maybe people thought about it. it, What in particular this the years makes it, you know, a bit unique with some of the changes? Anything kind of pop out to you?
3: With with what I've seen in my clients?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I think evaluating whether... Um, everything should go to the children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people's values have changed to m- consider charity as an option. Um, looking at you know dividing their estate between not only individuals but also organizations that are meaningful to them. Um, and those are conversations that happen with taking a look at where they are at life, you know if they've their kids are grown and they're well taken care of, you know they got great educations and great jobs. Um, and maybe, they, they wouldn't benefit as much from those assets. But mm-hmm. looking at what happened during the pandemic, um, a lot of organizations are really in need of, of uh, resources. Mm-hmm. And so looking at charitable gifts is something that
1: I've seen a shift in. So hopefully the pandemic made us a little more um, uh, charitable. Or socially aware. <laughs> socially <Yeah>. aware. <laughs> That's nice. So reviewing your estate plan and confirming goals is something as you mentioned, you should do every three to five years, mm-hmm. right? What are some other things that you've run across with uh, those uh, older estate plans that may need to be updated? Yeah. So sometimes tr- uh, laws have changed. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, at the beginning of this year, we, ha- we we recently got the Uniform Trust Code, and so that has changed how we administer um, trust and certain requirements that maybe a- may not have been available. When they first established their estate plan so kind of reviewing your plan to see what options are now on the table mm-hmm. um there's also changes in estate tax laws mm. um back in the 90s when trusts were very popular the estate tax exemption was at about 600000 and so many people would have been captured by the state tax mm. and so now that it's extremely high maybe it's not as you know not as relevant or applicable to most most people's estates mm. and so taking into account changes in in laws that may have
1: happened over that time. That's interesting. How's about, um, you know, assets? I guess people accumulate or they diversify assets. Uh, How does that play into this idea of updates?
3: Yeah, so taking a look and evaluating your inventory of your assets. One, what you have, but also how they're titled. Mm -hmm. You know, people automatically assume that I create a trust, everything's part of the trust, but. Part of the homework is to make sure you transfer everything into your trust and retitle those assets. And So, taking stock of what you have, um, confirming your beneficiary designations. um, Sometimes after the first spouse passes away, it's always a good idea to check
1: what your beneficiary designations are to see if they're still consistent with your goals. You know, one person mentioned to me that titling assets, uh, or one way of looking at it is your trust is like a basket and you need to make sure that your assets are put into that basket, mm-hmm. right? So what you're saying is, even if you've created that basket, you still need to go through that process of putting things in. Yep. And people will fail to do that, Yep. right? Yeah. It, is it because it's difficult, or is it because um, they just forget? Um, what's the basic reason? Yeah, it, it, it requires
3: diligence. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of it. Um, and it just going through the exercise of contacting each institution yeah. um, and the it's, and it's following a checklist right <laughs> Some people like following a checklist some right. people don't and so yeah, it's just one of those things that is the necessary yeah. part of creating a trust.
1: are there services out there that would actually help people to absolutely go through all their assets there are yeah
3: uh, oh okay. there there there's individuals that will help uh, there's trust administrative services that will help um, kind of Walk alongside someone to make okay. sure that those things can get done. Um, you know, there's services that you can pay, you know, like agents that will help guide you through the process. Um, and also there's great professionals, um, whether it's your financial advisor, your insurance agent, um, that can help you, you know, get those things in order. It's just a matter of asking and letting right. them know that you have a trust. Yeah.
1: So in your case, uh, is there a particular agent that you would refer people to? To help with that kind of thing or yeah
3: one of the companies is legacy works hawaii okay they are a full service trust administrative firm they help with trust accountings they'll help with all aspects of trust administration issues um and so
1: they're kind of a full service um trust company so it sounds like in your case your main role is to advise and to create the documentation, mm-hmm. but as far as the administration goes, that could be a, another servicer. Yeah. I I, yeah. I
3: serve in a role of um, advising trustees, um, but on the aspects of on the ground, boots on the ground, getting things done, those are um, other professionals, and so I'm kind of like part of the team. Uh-huh. I'm only one member of the greater team, and so there are many different professionals that go into this, this is, you know, creating but you're, a trust you're probably
1: the quarterback of the team <laughs> to solve it. Hopefully, effect. the hopefully the star quarterback. The star yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you mentioned checking beneficiary designations. I, I guess over time, you know, people might pass mm-hmm. or relationships change. Uh, what have you seen in regard to that? Yeah, I've seen
3: oftentimes when they may name the primary beneficiary, that primary beneficiary may has may have predeceased. Um, that individual and then there's a question of where does it go right Uh, there's a number of ways it could go Um, sometimes it's there's default provisions within the documents Mm -hmm. the the policies uh, or it may land in their estate and it may if they fail the plan it may go to heirs that they never intended Mm. these assets to go to right and it causes you know, some discussion within the family of why right. did that person get? They never talked to that person, right? Or they haven't in 20 years. Yeah, or they haven't right. come and visit
1: Hawaii <laughs> in how many years,
3: right? And all of those issues will right. come up, and so that's why it's a good important and to
1: uh, to try to put together the best plan you can with right. the information you have. So, right. and as you mentioned, it's also important not just to have a good plan, but to continually update your plan with your estate planning attorney Mm -hmm. so that we don't have these issues. Absolutely. And it's always
3: good to get your whole team on board. If you have a financial advisor, insurance agents, all of us are key parts of the team uh, to be able to discuss, you know, your current situation
1: so that we can help you the best we can. Yes. Now, when we come back, Travis, uh, I want to hear a little bit more of some tips that you would like to share with our listeners on how to avoid unnecessary arguments within family situations, and that's through great estate planning. So we'll talk about more of that right after this commercial break.
0: We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them Client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM six ninety The Answer.
2: Welcome back. If you just joined us, uh, we're speaking with Travis Augustine from Augustine Hawaii Law, and uh, you know, right before the break, we we you know got a great uh, background of, of estate planning. Um, what we I mean, we all know that uh, you know it's important to have an estate plan. But I want to talk ob- talk about uh, you know ha- having a sleep nice plan is not just disposition of assets right um, like you know real estate etc. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about what are some things that are uncommon that mm-hmm. people may miss right sure. um, like for example sentimental items from you know mom and dad you know none of that you know sometimes those get kind of swept under the rug right because it's it's not Big ticket item. Mm-hmm. What well, I mean, what are some other common things that, uh, or uncommon things that people may, may miss? Yeah, I think when of un- you know, out of the set of
3: estate planning documents, one of the ones that often is maybe last on the priority list is the disposition of your bodily remains. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the different si- the different options that someone may have is, you know, cremation or body burial. Uh, those things are very sensitive to someone and so those are something yeah that's that's the conversation that I like to have with my clients is what is your preference mm-hmm. and if you do have a preference, make sure your family knows about it. Um, and those instructions can go even more specific to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know if you were to be cremated, where do you want your ashes to be interred, or would you like it to be scattered in the ocean? I have many clients who are watermen who mm-hmm. have a specific area of the island that, that they want to be their ashes to be scattered in. Some clients are even as specific as to what type of services they'd like to have. And so there is a document that you can name that per specific person that you'll entrust with those instructions to carry out your wishes so that, that th- those wishes are honored. You know, if you want them to have a service, what kind of music, what kind of service would you like, religious, well, not religious, all the whole nine yards. And that just requires a, a thoughtful mm-hmm. conversation.
2: And I think it makes it easier on the family as well, right? So they don't have to maybe perhaps make a wrong decision, mm-hmm. right, because yeah, it's, you know, what, you, what mom and dad may want may be different from what, you know, the, the kids may want. So I think having it spelled out um, you know makes a makes it easier on on everyone right because so. you would hate for mom told me this and no
3: then the other sibling says no mom told me that right right and so getting it written down
1: in a document is always definitely advisable you know I, I hear that all the time with my kids and they're <laughs> all under the age of 15, so I can imagine it never changes. Mm, no, it never <laughs> you changes. Could be, you could be 55, you'll still have that conversation yep. with your siblings. Now, th- these, this information, is it a part of your trust, or is it actually a different document?
3: It's actually a different document. It can be incorporated into a document like your will. Um, it can be a standalone document. Um, in our firm, that we, we do it as a standalone document
1: what do you call that document
3: it's a designation of a designee to control the disposition of your remains that sounds very lawyerly very
1: <laughs> you have an acronym for that d o r you know and i can imagine again like Angie's saying that's a sentimental thing mm-hmm. right yep. and and it could be a point of contention
3: absolutely yeah some people say my kids will worry about it, but right. having the conversation until I explain it to them, the, the the difficulties that could arise when this situation happens, you know, they, then they start to take a hard, close
1: look at what they would want. That line you just use, my kids will worry about, or that's for my kids to think about, mm-hmm. that is the initial line before an argument ensues. So <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, if you can, plan it out. Right? Absolutely. What are some other things that you might recommend to help mitigate uh, arguments later on? Yeah. Um, I think another aspect is looking at
3: digital assets is another area that is often overlooked but very important. Mm -hmm. We all have different types of devices, um, whether it be our phone. We have photos stored on our phone. We receive tons and tons of information through our email. Um, And so that's something that you want to make sure that's thoughtfully considered. Mm -hmm. Um, Different platforms offer the different options on how you designate a a beneficiary of those accounts. For example, if you're an iPhone user, Mm -hmm. um, at the end of last year, they recently added on the ability to name a successor to your account. And so they can inherit all of your photos, um, data that's all stored on on that platform. If you're an Android or Google user, they also
1: have those similar type of designations. So and would, that, would you have a, like an actual legal document which says, this person is my beneficiary of these digital assets? So the first step is looking at each
3: individual platform. So okay. Apple has their own forms to fill out. Okay. Um, it's usually an online form that you can fill out. Uh, to to be able to designate your successor. We also include is a digital asset authorization, which mm-hmm. is a blanket authorization for your fiduciary, whether it be your trustee, um, agent under power of attorney, to be able to access that information. So this kind of there's two layers to it. One is being proactive, going to each service provider, finding out what they offer. And then two, having that authorization so that your fiduciaries
1: can go ahead and access that. So if you have this digital asset authorization form, Mm -hmm. um, would it mean that if the designated beneficiary um, had that form, they could contact any one of your email accounts, your online social media accounts, and let that company know that they should have access? Is that how it works?
3: Yep. So under federal law, it'll be able to grant them access to those accounts. And one of the important things is in email, traditionally, it used to be we get we wait for the utility bills to come through the mail, mm-hmm. but nowadays everything is coming through our email. So being able to just get access to that information is kind of a key point in the administration phase um, to
1: help jumpstart everything. Right. Yeah. What if these companies they don't accept or uh, recognize the form? Yeah. Oh, what? What then?
3: Well, the alternative is they may say you need to go to the probate court to get authorization from the court, specific authorization to be able to access those um, those types of accounts. And so it has happened. I've, I've had a, a situation prior to Apple's um, designated beneficiary um, platform mm. having to go to the court to get an authorization to access
1: an Apple account. Well, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Is, is this kind of a new thing within uh, your field? And that it would sound like common sense. Uh, yeah, it's, it's coming um, along, you know, so digital assets just is in, it, is in it
3: Bitcoin. So we're seeing the issues kind of proliferate in terms of areas where we touch um, our digital lives mm-hmm. will now be blended with other assets. And so it is relatively new, maybe in the last five or six
1: years, I would say it's, it's becoming a more of a conversation. And I'm looking at everything people post again on social media. Mm -hmm. Tons of photos of information and there is inherent value to all of that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah.
3: My auntie was one of the family historians and would say, Okay, this is a picture from when grandma and grandpa got married, or this is when Travis graduated from, you know, high school. And those memories are valuable. Right. And what would you want to do with those? So you have control over, you know, for example, a Facebook account, mm-hmm. do you want that to be live on in memoriam or would you want it to be completely deleted? Those are all options that are on the table.
1: And typically I presume the account owner uh, has the, they have the say as far as what happens to their account, mm-hmm. right, upon passing. Yeah, It's not like uh, the social media company can say, hey, you know, now that... This person's past. hey, let's use this information for whatever, you know, marketing or they can't do that. The, uh, that's the presumption, yeah, that right. they can't. Right, yeah. right. Well, that's a, that's a comforting mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, given your experience in, in practice, uh, Travis, um, you know, what are three things that you would want to share with our listeners um, that would make them aware of how important state planning is? you know, to to their lives and their loved ones?
3: Well, I think the first thing is being proactive. I think oftentimes, you know, we can be, we'll put it off until tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but we never know what tomorrow will look like. And so um, getting those things in order uh, will give you peace of mind when the crisis hits. Um, And oftentimes I walk into situations where, um, you know, some some crisis happens in the family and the thing that comes up is it, do we have all our estate plan in order? Right. And sometimes I'm rushing in to a situation that's a bit chaotic. Um, maybe we're not making rational decisions mm. because of whatever the circumstance may be. Um, and so being proactive, being early when things are calm, to be able to put together a well-ordered plan. Right. Um, the other thing is thinking about your family members, mm-hmm. on how you would want to see this administration go. Mm-hmm. Um, That's that's the whole objective of estate planning, Mm -hmm. is to bring order of what is otherwise a chaotic, could be a chaotic situation after Mm -hmm. someone passes. And so thinking about that and the type of legacy after you've passed, how that's going to go, that's another big motivating factor. Um, And then I think finally is um, thinking through the type of legacy you want to leave, right? Um, beyond just taking care of your family, is there more um um more meaningful gifts that you'd like to make you know right. the different charities that mean mean um uh, mean a lot to you right. um do you want to further those those objectives and uh thinking the those
1: things and kind of you know like the greater purpose I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like your um part about being proactive. I almost think that um we should set an age for when people I mean, presumptuously would have to have an estate plan, right, <laughs> so there's no <laughs> issue. But, um, you know, we, we had our estate plan done probably over 10 years ago, and, you know, I'm in my early 40s, so mm-hmm. it's never too early. No, right? it's never too early. It's never too early. Yeah. Obviously, if you have children, it's a good idea, mm-hmm. right, because they're the ones who'll be dealing with your estate later on. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really good to be proactive. You know now Travis is you know you've shared some great information with us um, things to be aware of uh, if you have an older state plan that you need to have updated you've shared some really good gems about how to avoid and mitigate arguments right after the fact um, so if somebody wanted to uh, reach out to you um, how could they do that so they can either give me a call uh, my number is
3: 808 808- 426-6572, or they can send me an email at Travis at com, and
1: it's spelled A-G-U-S-T-I-N-H-I-L-A-W.com. And, Travis, I understand there might be something special you'd like to offer Yeah.
3: So, for our listeners, for Kapuna Wiki listeners, um, you know, if they mention this radio program, um, they can get 10% off our estate planning services, or on most of our estate planning services. And so, yeah. That's very
1: good. Very good and very generous. Absolutely. (laughs) Again, we're speaking with Travis Augustin. Uh, He's an estate planning attorney with Augustin Hawaii Law. Travis, thank you so much for being on our program. Thank you. Coming up next, we have our Kupuna Wiki Classic Trivia.
0: We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them. Client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM six ninety. The answer.
1: Thank you to all the participants who called into last week's Kupuna Wiki trivia. And last week's trivia question was: Hawaii, which is the big Big Island, has how many of the world's fourteen climate zones? The answer is ten. And now, this week's Kupuna Wiki Trivia is sponsored by Travis Augustine of Augustine Law, Augustine Hawaii Law.
2: Hawaii is the only U.S. state to grow coffee, cacao, and what, commercially?
1: For a chance to win a law's gift card, be the per- per- first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. And We hope everyone is staying safe during this time. And remember, if you want to hear past episodes of the KupunaWiki radio show and meet all of our great service providers, please go to kupunaWiki.com or call us at 808-792-5188.
2: Again, we'd like to thank this segment's sponsor, Janie Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kapunawiki Radio Show, Hawaii
1: senior resource. We shout out to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And we'll see you back next time on the Kapunawiki Radio Show.
0: You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki radio program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha.
2: The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.